0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayley. Tonight, we have a one-shot. It's one that we've played a number of times before, but it's a fun one. Uh, the name is Intruders. It was written by Noah Lloyd and Matt Ryan, and it's available on the Reckoning of the Dead website. I'm your Game Master, and this is version five. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> There is a small island in the South Pacific called Smith's Island, named for an Australian sea captain, Jacob Smith, who discovered it in 1806. The island is volcanic and covered in tropical jungle, and it is thought that up until recently, no humans lived on the island prior to its discovery. There are no dangerous animals. In fact, the largest animal is the tiny Smith's parakeet. Captain Smith came to the island, a small small colony sprang up, but never, never really grew. The year is now 1985, and there are still only about 35 families, mostly Australians, Kiwis, and British expatriates that permanently reside in the town of Smith's Landing. There are only a handful of businesses, Pete's General Store, where you can get supplies that have been brought in from the mainland, There is a pub called the Budgie's Bill that serves food and beverages and is the most common place to find the locals hanging out. And two small bungalow resorts for tourists that can accommodate only about 25 families each. It's a tiny island. Three weeks ago, the island's small but active volcano erupted. Thanks to seismographs stationed around the island, no one was hurt. Lava was expelled and fortunately flowed in the opposite direction from the town. The only damage done in Smith's Landing was a few broken windows from the resulting sonic boom and earthquake. Almost all of the tourists left at that time. The residents returned and shortly thereafter, the group of hikers observed a large structure on the far side of the island uncovered by the landslide. They estimated that it was about 300 meters up the far side of the volcano. They told this to the local authorities, who then contacted uh, the the university. And uh, that's where you came from. Uh, You arrived via seaplane from Tonga a few hours ago. You've settled in your rooms at the Paradise Resort and have gathered at the Budgie's Bill to make your plans. It's a pleasant little European-style pub dressed in pastel blue and white with a lot of beer, fruit juice, coconut water, coffee, and the infamous kava, which only men are allowed to drink. Soft Polynesian music plays in the background, but the place is empty this time of day. What's your next move?
1: Well, I suppose if uh, only fellows can have kava, I should order two, Uh, one for Dr. Gidry, just because,
0: well, that sort of thing pisses me off. You should be warned that it is a narcotic.
2: Uh, Yeah, look, (laughs) uh, on a research trip a few years ago, we sampled some uh, kava as we were encouraged to do by the locals. I'll put it this way: I didn't sleep terribly well that night, nor have I slept terribly well every night since. So, uh, do with it what you will, but I will not be taking part in
3: that. With that advice, I think I'll pass too.
1: <laughs> every night since. How long ago was
3: this?
2: Well, this is uh, during my uh, honors, so this would be a couple of years back now. Well, <laughs> a couple of years back, I'm still yet to finish my PhD. but That's all right. Um, hopefully, this. Uh, structure is evidence of a volcanic civilization. That could be a great uh, PhD topic for me to finally get that uh, doctor at the front of my name.
4: I, I um, also yeah. really hope that it's Pulitzer Prize worthy. I'm, I'm excited to go out there. Uh, Dr. Brierly, mm. is it is it safe to go out there? What are the dangers? Well, you know, we'll be checking.
1: I mean, given that everything's been quiet for a few weeks, it should be quite safe. But I've got you know, gear to measure uh, off-gassing and, and things as we go along, uh, so we won't go anyplace dangerous. Uh, you might get some great photographs. I'm afraid that um, that the humanist scientists might be disappointed because, you know, it seems extremely likely to me that this is a natural geologic formation that tumbled out of the mountainside during the eruption and and not, you know,
4: the desired extra Eastern Ireland's heads that would make us all famous. Well, I, I hope we find something related to the Margot's study, because I'm working with her uh, for a potential paper.
3: Get your photographs anyway. If you can sell them to Nat Geo, all the better. I'm kind of on Briarly's side here. I think we have no record of anyone living here. I think it's pretty, it, it's rare to find lost civilizations. You know, I obviously I'd love that. That'd be wonderful. But um, so either way, get your pictures Winston and and publish them. I encourage that.
4: Well, I've brought a lot of good glass.
0: So you're sitting there for a few minutes. Um, you're served some food. You're served some, whatever you want to drink. There's a lot of, they like coffee there very much. So there's plenty of coffee drinks. Um, uh, and there's a lot of non-alcoholic things too, fruit juices and uh, coconut water. Um, after you're there for a few minutes, a gentleman steps inside, a uh, uh, rather, um, uh, I don't know how to say it, bulbous looking uh, uh, gentleman uh, in a uh, like light, light yellow suit. He comes in. He looks around for a moment and sees you, and he smiles, and he walks over. Ah, you've made it. Good. Are you all settled in? I'm, uh, I'm the mayor, uh, Mayor uh, Mason Keefe. Good to meet you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, great. So have you had a chance to look around yet? It's a rather lovely little island. We enjoy Smith's Landing very much. But we're not,
2: my, my first stop was this car I've not stepped much outside the plane in the uh, the resort.
0: From what I've seen so far, it looks wonderful. Yeah, it look great from the air. Well, we assume that you're going to be staying for quite a while. I don't think that we're going to have any guests at the resort for at least the next month or so. People are afraid of volcanoes, you know.
3: Tell me the, the, the folks that found the structure, did they get very close to it or did they just see it from a distance?
0: The fire tags? No, they were stead. they were down on the, um, they were down on the path itself. Oh, okay. Uh, they're, they're locals. They just, um, they'd never seen anything up there before. And they thought mm-hmm. that was, it was quite unusual. Um, I mean, I asked them a few questions. They said it was rather um, blocky, like uh you know, rectangular blocks, like some sort of uh, a ruin. Uh, but, of course, they were nearly a thousand feet away from it.
3: Of course. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Has, Has anyone else been
2: tags? There?
0: Oh. I'm sorry, what was your question? Sorry,
2: do you call them fire tags? Is that their nickname around here? Or
0: oh, what? no, that's their last name. Sorry, they're, they're German. Their name.
2: Ah, I see. I see, I see. Sorry, uh, Mr. Peng, continue with your question.
0: I can, I can give you their, um, I can give you their, uh, their address. It's not far, a few minutes walk away. Um, But you might also want to speak, uh, just, uh, you're a journalist, are you, Uh, Mr. Mr. Peng. Mr. Peng. Uh, Mr. Peng, uh, yes, you might want to speak to one of the locals, Terry Timms. He's, uh, he's our oldest resident. He's lived here the longest. And so he knows. He likes to tell stories to the tourists. Not all of them are true, but you know. Thank you he's for the information. Is there? Has anyone else been up there? Nobody that I know of. Yes, uh, most people came back because they really put their lives back together. Of course, we live here, so um, there were there were some very minor structural damage to some of the buildings and. You know a few windows broken and so forth but the people who live here aren't really tourists most of them are rather old i'm i'm amongst the young ones that are here um and you were it, born here mayor oh no i i i came here from australia i don't sound like it because i forgot to put on an australian accent um
2: it's much appreciated
0: <laughs> uh no most of them are retirees they're there are people who come here i mean there's not much to do on the island other than you know sit on the beach and drink uh, mai tais and relax do
1: you, do you have anything on the way of cash crops i mean do you have banana or no, pineapple or anything There's
0: there's no industry on the island everything right. is you do a little
1: fishing and everything else is dependent upon larger
0: places most of the people are independently wealthy mm. and that The few tourists that we get, you know, help support. Now, the
1: locals, the fire tags, but everybody, you know, is that I'm wondering if the structures or formations were just covered with greenery until the flow dislodged it or charted off. But was that the sort of thing that might have gone unnoticed under the jungle? Or was it, I mean, it's not a large island, it was a pretty well documented that
0: it shapes? certainly is possible um i've been told there's there's i haven't seen the, the, the destruction to the island on that side um but certainly the, the there were definitely lava flows I, I believe there were three three large lava flows that came down the mountain and poured into the ocean um, and certainly the jungle was damaged all around those if the lava hit the sea your island might have gotten bigger Yes, probably not by much. Probably not by much. Um, but you can walk all the way around it in about two hours. It's a nice, healthy walk. Keeper, yeah. what time did the seaplane drop us off? I'll well, say it dropped you off at um, 1030 in the morning.
1: All right, so we're really lunching at the end, and we, should, right. we, have, a, we have ample opportunity to take a long Stroll. Okay.
0: Um, so he gives you the addresses of those people, uh, and says that you know the if if there are any supplies that you need, you can go over to Pete's and check out with them. Um, they're not going to have a lot of gear, but they'll have basic necessities and things like that.
3: I'm sure most of us brought our gear anyway. So right. thank you. That's kind. Well, Thank you. Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, we could uh, just uh, wander over, take a look from uh, at least the base.
3: Sure. We've done yeah, we'll
5: all the it. afternoon.
1: While we're in 10, we might as well yeah. ask the fire tags what they saw first, and then either We may as well get or into the latest where they saw it. I'd rather not have that a seems the, yeah. Uh... I'd
5: just rather go see it.
0: Well, uh, let's see. There's not any chance you could get lost from one another. <laughs> <Okay. You're right. laughs> nice yeah. stroll.
5: It's a bit of a long plane ride. It'd be kind of nice to walk.
4: Hey, I, agree. I'll, well, I'll walk I, I suppose
2: I could catch you up, but I, I, I want to go speak to these uh, fire tags before I um, do anything. Um, but if if you wanted to go off early, I could meet you there possibly with them. Um, if that's uh, what you'd like to do, I'll
1: tell you what, Rodi, Why don't you and I take the uh, uh, clockwise route, so we'll get we'll see the whole shore. And if they stop off at its locals and take the other side, then we'll probably end up around the far end at the same time.
5: Take a couple right. pair of binoculars and see yeah.
0: what we can see. At this time of day, it's already about eighty-five degrees. Yeah. Um, it's if you didn't heat. bring, if you didn't bring floppy hats, you can probably find those at Pete's. You know, something to keep the sun off your face. Bring some water. It's, I think I said it's 1985, so you got bottled water and stuff like that. All right. So, is that what you're going to do? Are you going to go with the fire tags then first? Some of uh,
2: So I'm going fire tags first. Um...
0: I don't know if I'm being joined by anyone.
3: Uh, I would well, like go to, with you. Can we? Yeah, can we just? Then I'm sorry.
0: Could we just assume that if you're going to the fire tags, you guys can all just sort of hang around for a little bit and then go? <laughs> I don't need to split. Yeah, I mean, you can if you want, but
4: yeah, I'll I'll check out the fire tags and. Okay. All right, so we'll
0: them. we'll do the fire tags first, and then we'll get back to the others. Um. So you walk down the, the middle of the street. It's a, it's a small town. There's very little that's paved. It's um, but it's you know sandy, sandy, rocky, rocky ground. Uh it it gives you a little bit of a feeling like an old West town, but at the same time, like a, a European old West town. All the all the houses are well maintained, uh, they're well painted, but they're in those bright sort of tropical colors. Um, people like to bring a little bit of that into into this. It's also good for the tourists. Uh, You see Pete's, you see a couple of little uh, European-style houses, and then uh, you get to the one in question for for the fire text as a a, uh, sign. Uh, And you walk up, and before you can actually get, you know, through the gate and uh, start into the yard, uh one of them comes out onto the uh the veranda of their porch and they see you and they say oh hello can i help you Oh,
2: we are scientists uh to look at the volcano
0: oh you've come to see the, the volcano yeah uh please come inside uh my dear there's somebody here some scientists um once again, very European, very, very well-maintained. Everything's clean, uh, a bit of a minimalist, um, but comfortable. Their house is a little more open than uh, what you'd expect from a lot of houses, but then it's a tropical tropical area. Uh, please, uh, what can we do for you? Uh, we were
2: told that you were the ones that found the um, structure on the side of the volcano when you were on a hike.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, my wife and I have been for a walk. Um, oh, it's a, almost a week ago now. Uh, we do this quite often. We wanted to see the uh, the lava flows. We'd heard that we, it's very interesting. So we, um, once we had a, you know, we were, we were warned that uh, we should probably stay away if we saw any, like, outgassing because there could be poisonous gases. Uh, so we bear that in mind, but we walked around and we were looking at the, the lava flows. When my wife looked up onto the high side of the volcano and she's like, what is that? And um, I don't know how to describe it. It looked almost like a, like a little castle you awesome. know, yeah, kind of with, um, you know, rectangular walls and uh, little towers. Uh, huh. It was hard to tell. It was slightly different color than everything around it, much darker, uh, much darker stone. Uh, but it was a long way off, and we didn't have binoculars. I
4: hmm.
0: see.
2: Um, um. Uh, do you know of any history of the island? Like, have you uh, looked into it? terribly not sure.
0: Oh, not really. We know that uh, you know the Europeans have been here since you know last century, but um, you know we moved here about uh, seven years ago with the uh, you know the intention of just living the easy life. Uh, I made my money in, uh, in as a legal counsel. And, uh, so I, I have enough money. It's just, uh, you know, we didn't exactly expect to be on an island that would explode. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's always, you know, given off a little bit of smoke now and then. Um, it occasionally makes a little bit of a rumble. But we were told scientists had um, the measuring devices around it, and that it was fairly safe. Uh, But we have a contingency plan, you know. A place like this, we always have a contingency plan uh, that we can evacuate down to the the docks, and the ships are always ready to get us off the island.
3: Do you have your own boat, or is there an
0: island? Uh, Actually, no, but our friend, uh, the the Murray's next door, they they have a boat. Uh, really, dead it can hold like twenty people. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: an emergency can hold more, but uh, there's only about thirty-five families that live here on the island.
3: And you so. all live in this general area?
0: Yeah, all, all here in, in Smiths Landing. Um, the one who lives farthest out on the edge of the community is uh, is uh, uh, Terry Timms. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a kook. <laughs> we were told
4: that <laughs> he's a nice cook. <laughs> I'd love to hear some of his stories.
2: Oh, we can visit him. Uh, is he on the way to the volcano via the short route, or is he more the well? He,
0: if you yeah, if you go on that road there, he'll, his will be the last house. Last you can't. House. I tell you now, you won't be able to miss it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: excellent um so do you have any landmark like uh, obviously it's on the volcano and it's a big black mass but um, do you have any um, landmarks we can look for when we're trying to uh, find the spot um, well, I don't is... think
0: you'll be able to miss it okay. if you if you if you walk um, if you walk counterclockwise around uh, you'll get to the first lava flow and you just look up you'll see it
2: Okay, no worries. Thank you so much. Unless uh, we'll it's night.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll get out of your hair now. Um, have a wonderful uh, day, um, and hopefully we'll have some exciting stories to tell when we come back.
0: Yeah, excellent. Are you going to be here a while? As long as it takes us
2: to figure out what it is and what's going on.
0: Oh, well, excellent. We have, uh, let's see, uh, it's the Budgie's Bill. They have very good food and drink at night. Sometimes they play music. Sometimes we get live music. So I don't know if we're going to have live music. because The results are closed. All right. Thank you. And you leave.
3: Mm-hmm. We'll talk to the island kook.
0: Yes. All right. So you're still kind of within the boundaries of Smith's Landing. Mm-hmm but the road is leaving and you're you walking towards the edge of the town. uh, You realize that there is what was once a very similar European built single story beach house that somebody has completely covered in seashells and bits of, of sea glass and things like that in mosaic patterns and, when you've got nothing to do, you <laughs> uh you tend to do that. And everything is covered. His his white picket fence is all covered in seashells and and bits of things that he's found, you know, bits of driftwood and things like that that he's found on the beach. The beach is not far from where the house is. And uh the garden is mostly sand, mm-hmm. sand and and stuff like that. Um the, the fence itself is not perfectly straight anymore. It's kind of... Mm-hmm. And the paint job is not, has not been redone in quite a while just because it's covered in seashells. Um, all right. So you walk into his yard and uh, go up to his door and you knock. And after a couple of moments, you hear uh, the creaky floorboards and a, a, a gentleman answers the door. He's... Uh, Looks like he's probably in his mid seventies. Uh, he is uh, barefoot. He has on a uh, little white shorts and pretty much nothing else. And uh, his hair is white and scraggly, and he's got a full beard. And he's like, "Oh, hello. Um, who who are you, Mister Timms, I'm I'm Winston
4: Peng, a photojournalist, and I was interested in." Some of the stories you have to tell. I heard Photo, from the mayor. journalist. Yes, and, and I was wondering actually if I strikes could get a, a pose, a, and I take a picture. <laughs> Can I get a picture of your house too? Of course, of
0: course. That's what Wonderful. it's for. Wonderful. Since so, so are you like from an art magazine, you're gonna, you know, finally. I'm gonna finally get a, a, spread in Home and Garden.
4: Perhaps.
3: We're we're from a university, Mister Thames. Um, we are here to investigate the volcanic eruption and this structure that uh, people have been talking about. Oh,
0: boy, when that thing went off, scared the daylights out of me. Big sonic boom. Everything rattled, knocked some of the seashells right off my house. Uh, everybody ran, though. I didn't. I waited. I figured unless I saw lava heading in this direction, I wasn't going to move. Uh, and as it was, nothing happened. Uh, I wondered if there was any kind of uh, uh tsunami that uh hit anywhere, but uh, I didn't hear anything on the news
3: well we We were told that you were the uh, purveyor of island secrets and stories. Ah,
0: I know everything about this island, and um he he's like, Well, where are my manners? Come inside you know I'll make some coffee, tea, whatever you like, tea please uh, kava. And he, he, turns, he turns towards you, Margaret, and he says, I don't care if you're a woman. I'll give you some kava <laughs> if you want some.
3: <laughs> Something a little less strong for me, but thank you.
0: <laughs> um, so he begins to regale you with all well, his stories about Smith and, uh, and all of this. And uh, old Captain Smith, of course, that's before his time, but, you know, he knows all the stories. He came to the island when he was 13 and uh, fell in love with it. He's loved it ever since. And um, the only interesting thing that you get, out of course, Winston gets a whole lot of fluff to add into the, the story about the islands. It sounds very colorful. Uh, they've never had war. Their crime rate is zero. You know, if there's any problem, it's on a resort and it's usually a scuffle, you know, and that, that's about it. No murders, no, no, no thieves. There's no point in thieving because if I stole something from him and he saw it at my house the next day, he'd know I was a thief. There's just not that much point. Um, the one interesting thing that he gives you is that the uh, the reason the island was never inhabited by any of the islanders was because it had a nasty reputation. Um, people didn't even like to fish near it because they said there were ghosts that uh, the people that the that, that, uh, you know people who had died that were uh, not uh, not very good people they get stuck on the island. Of course, I ain't never seen any ghosts. I've never seen any ghosts or anything unpleasant here at all. But the um, the islanders call it. Kohatu toka, which means the cursed rock. And you know how these superstitious things go. Once they get that name in themselves, it, it gets ingrained into their very bloodstream, and they, they don't want to go anywhere near it. But the fish is pretty good, and, you know, there's not even any dangerous insects, and, you know, there's the mosquitoes and things like that.
4: Uh, Mr. Timms, what do you think about the structure on the volcano?
0: I heard about that. I don't know about that. You know, I'm not really a highly educated man. Uh, The things I know about the islands only because I've been here for so long, but I didn't really get much of an education. Um, I don't know. Maybe somebody built something here a long time ago, but, uh, as far as i've heard nobody ever lived here and certainly Cassivated. no european would build a you know a structure up right up near the caldera of the volcano we're going to try and find out well i hope you know you guys are always welcome you want to sit around the campfire and listen to old sea stories i got a, i got a million of them
2: I'll be sure to interview you for your three stories another time, uh, Mr. Tim. Uh, but we have quite more pressing matters today, unfortunately.
0: Well, enjoy yourselves. It's a nice island. Thank you
3: very much.
2: Wonderful. All right. Um, I suppose we alight to the volcano.
3: Yeah. See if we can catch up with Doctors Briarly and Roadie.
0: Right. Were you going to go in the opposite? directions around
3: it's probably a good idea right see it from a different angle if we know they're going one way go the other all
1: right since we were impatient about talking to folks and just wanted to see things i can also see whether there's like any spray of you know uh, ejecta and that sort of thing on the shores as we go
0: so as you move around the island in both directions, uh, it's a fairly lush jungle. Um, you can hear the sound of small things like frogs and, and insects um, and the chirping of little birds. You might even, with a little luck, you might see a, uh, a smith's parakeet. They're little blue birds. They're very pretty. Probably have all seen parakeets, so you know what they more or less look like. They're, fairly, they're, they're small, though. Um, You see a lot of tropical plants with various kinds of uh, fruit and berries, um, lots of lush greenery, lots of coconut palms. uh, And it's fairly dense in places, you know, going up the side of the the volcano. Uh, And no matter where you are, you can always sort of see the volcano. It's there, you know. As you're going around, or it's there as you're going around. Um, and you can see that the top of it looks like it was, if it was once more or less peaked, it's now shattered up at the top. Um, a lot of the uh, plant life towards the peak has been damaged and burned or, or scraped away by, by the little landslides. Uh, the road is fairly flat, uh, it rises a little bit as you're going towards this side of the island. And you also notice that it drops off uh, rather quickly uh, rather rather precipitously in places uh, it drops down into a little bit more jungle and then the ocean down below uh, maybe a hundred feet um, but it never really rises very much more than that up onto the side so as you come around the backside it's maybe been about 45 minutes or so when you walk and you can see that the whole side, of the, of the volcano has been uh, damaged. There's all black uh, burn around the edges. There's places where there's still a little bit of smoke. There's um, a lot of gray where uh, rock slides have occurred. And then there are these flows of uh, basalt coming down that uh, were once uh, red hot flowing magma. Uh, and as you approach them, uh, there is still heat coming off of them, which because they're so large uh is fairly you you can you can feel the radiant heat uh though the ground itself is not that hot it's it's exposed to air so it's cooled down. but the interior of the lava flow is pretty hot um, is and you come up to this what's that is there a lot of ash on the- there's 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 a lot of ash on this side. Uh, but, uh, and you can see it, you know, it's like a silvery powder on, on the leaves, but they've had a little bit of rain and they've had a little bit of, uh, you know, wind in the last three weeks.
5: Has it been highly disturbed other by natural forces?
0: Not really. No. I mean, maybe there is one set of footprints, but probably not by now. That was a week or so ago. it rains a little bit every day, maybe, so it gets washed away. But
1: as you're did, coming the, up... I'm sorry, did the lava flow cross the path and reach the
0: shore? It cross crosses the path and goes down the hill, down the side, and into the water. Uh, and it crosses the path in three places. So you're coming to it from two different directions, and it's large enough to where, you know, it's about... I'd say from where you're standing to where the others are standing on the other side of the third flow, it's maybe a couple of football fields crossed. So when you're there and you're looking, you can see them over there, but they're just dots. And then there's the lava flow, then some some more road, then lava flow, then road, then the lava flow, and then them. So it
1: was the cooled lava. Um... How, how, roughly how wide are the patches as they cross the
0: road? Maybe a good 50 feet or so. Mm. And okay. you can you can tell by the road that it's fairly thick too. So what you'd end up having to do is climb up a little onto it and up and over to the next side. Um, it thinned out right where the road is. So that's why you can see them over there. But yeah. it, it piled up quite a bit. That's why it's still hot.
1: We should probably uh, scuttle over roadie and give them some advice before they grab a handful of something and (laughs) injure themselves.
5: Exactly. Um, Although I'm going to take, you know, we've got some binoculars with us. Just take a peek.
1: Yeah. I'm also going to, you know, take a couple of gas spectrometry readings to make sure that there's nothing that we shouldn't be breathing and that sort of thing.
0: Um, All right. So uh, using your binoculars, there's uh, there's no uh, obstruction between you and the, the top of the mountain looking up. It's just, there it is. Um, it's very spectacular. And there is definitely something up there um, that has right angles. Uh, at least from this point of view, they look like right angles, but there are a lot of crystals that have that shape. So... It sometimes happens in nature. When you're looking through the binoculars, do a spot hidden for me. Oh, let me check my spot hidden. Sorry
5: about this. I got an 18, so I think probably a hard success. That's probably a
0: hard success. Um, It makes you very curious when you're looking up at it, because the rock itself doesn't look like the surrounding rock. Um It looks almost like oddly because it's it's right up next to the rock of the volcano, and they look like different things. Now maybe it's possible that the, the volcano itself is weathered, and if this was buried, then it didn't get oxygenized by being exposed to the air for very long. But it really looks like a different species of rock altogether. Um, it's darker, it seems more smooth, you know, less like, uh, like, like an, not like an aggregate, not like, a, more almost like a cement. It's got that sort of relative smoothness and, and uniformity it like to its texture.
5: The lava flowed around it, I'm assuming,
0: or... What well, it actually flow. looks like it's, the, the lava was flowing next to it, and it caused a small landslide. And when the landslide came down, it uncovered it. So, how, so there's,
5: how high is it then? How tall is this
0: structure? It's, oh, you mean in height, physical height? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell because of the perspective, um, but at least 10, 15 feet tall.
5: Okay. So, it could have been mostly buried. And then,
0: all right. You're well. still not convinced that it's not just a big boulder that happens to have an odd right angle. It happens, sometimes rocks, rocks fracture, fracture that way. What really puzzles you is it's, it's what it's made out of, what its density is. Like somebody took a rock from somewhere else and dropped it there. Um, as far as a volcanologist looking up, uh, nothing really seems out of the ordinary from the way that the, uh, the lava flowed down it seems to have, you know, taken the path of least resistance, um, following the arroyos and stuff like that. You can see smoke coming out of the caldera still. Um, it's probably still active. If you climbed all the way up to the top and looked down into the caldera, you'd probably still see molten lava. You wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, your gas spectro- uh, spectrometer. There is, there is a, you know, there's methane, there's sulfuric uh, gases. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not in a dangerous level, but you wouldn't want to stay here breathing in this, you know, hour after hour after hour or day after day. It right. could get to you. It could down. Also your... might not want to
1: climb down into a depression, say the caldera, where the rates right. are higher. But there aren't a lot of valleys between here and there. It's a pretty straightforward cone. It's, it's a straight.
0: It's straight up the cone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it looks like climbing up. Uh, there's a couple of ways that would work. You could stick to the edge of the jungle and get most of the way up that way if you wanted to. You could also climb onto the lava flow and work your way up that way it's rough so it's not like you would slide at least you wouldn't slide very easily on it Um, it's a
1: little dangerous i you know again i think that i think that frank and i are in agreement that we should go and grab the um less scientific minded folks and make a path together to the safest probably between two of the flows We can have less jungle to climb through, but not be on the lava all the time, which is,
0: you know, a little bit rough. The only thing that's got you a little worried is that last little bit before you get to the structure. Because it looks like there was a landslide, so it's all fairly loose scree. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be very possible to cause another little landslide if you're walking across that. It all starts to avalanche, you know.
5: Maybe it it probably be wouldn't be. It would.
0: Angle. Yeah, you got to find a, a way to get to it. We'll assume that you're climbing up and over, um, trying to get to where they are mm-hmm. as you're going. You can do a dexterity roll. It's a hard success. Like the Okay. So you you both scramble over the top of it. The only danger is, is that it's it's pumice, it's it's uh, you know, like crystallized glass. So if you were to fall and slip and break your hand across it, it would be like a cheese grater. So
1: No. If, if anyone doesn't have gloves, hopefully I brought something that I can help out for the clueless. Because we should be able to, you know, grip something with like, you know, just a work glove and pull one's self over.
0: You can also do a spot hidden for me as you do this.
1: Wow, one point off, still a hard. 18 and
0: 19 respectively for 60s. You notice some places on the lava flow that you kind of want to avoid because of the way it flowed, you know, it makes ripples and curves in it. And there's some cracks and crevices in there where you can actually see a bit of glowing Mm-hmm. that are in those cracks you wouldn't want to yeah. lose your footing and slip your foot into there right and if you put your hand over that it's like
1: oh, ah yeah, that's probably 500 degrees. degrees
0: yeah mm-hmm.
5: well uh, marcus we maybe not walk up the lava flow area we come at it from you know the north something you
1: know yeah we'll There's see the- as we go i think if we go again between the you know, between the first and second flows, the jungle will be burned down that we won't have to, like, bushwhack at all. And then as we get closer, we can cross, yeah, as you say, to the north side and stay to the green and off of the the hot that might be porous in places. But it's, you know, easier to see where you're going when you're not in the jungle.
0: So the other three of you see them crossing these lava flows, which you were probably wondering if it's safe but they seem to be jumping across them without any difficulty at
3: all. If I see them moving, I'll probably, you know, move to meet them halfway so they're not coming all the way across to right. us.
0: You guys also can look up. Now, from where you are, the structure is almost straight up, you know, mm-hmm. up the, the the mountainside. And it does look damn peculiar, you know. It it's, could still be rocks, but... I can see why people thought that it was something, you know, from this from down here.
4: I'm going to apply my uh, telephoto lens to get an extra zoom on my camera. Okay. I'm going to look up at the structure.
0: I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. as you do that. That is a hard. Okay. You, you focus in on the structure and um, as you are looking at it, You can, you can, your camera's really a good one. So you're, you're focusing in pretty close. There's something about the wall that you think that there are little striations of blue in the structure. Like um, it almost reminds you of like looking at a marble floor, except in this case it's black and it seems to have these little, waves of blue in it that are uh, really pretty. But it might, it, it makes you think a little bit of gemstones. Maybe there's gemstones, maybe there's diamonds, you know, who knows? Wouldn't be that unusual around a volcano.
4: I'm going to have to ask Dr. Rohde what those, this, this strange rock is. Do you see yeah. these,
0: there's lines of,
4: of blue,
5: I'll see if I can see it through the uh, binoculars.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you see it. It's probably a, you, it's a is it a digital? Do we have digital cameras in '85? Maybe primitive ones, not very good ones. Uh, yeah, when, um, yeah, I'd probably digital viewfinders, maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, you can see it, uh, but once again, it would be better if you could get closer because you're still seeing it from a long way off. Um. Also, from this side, there seems to be another structure there too, an odd structure. Um, it does sort of look like like a tower on a castle. You know, it's kind of tower-like, uh, sticking up on one side. You couldn't see it from the other from over there, but you're interested to get up there and see <laughs> see what it actually is, um, Winston. Also, there's there's a weird effect. When you're, when you're looking, when you were focusing in and looking up there, there's an awful lot of weird colors. You're seeing pink rocks and purple rocks and green rocks, and you think that there's something wrong with your lens or, you know, it's, it's I mean, they're not bright pink and purple. They're, it's like gray, but mixed with all those colors. It's very strange, very strange looking, like the other side of the moon. It's almost
4: like a a rainbow fortress.
0: It's
4: fascinating.
3: I don't know about you all, but I want to get up there and have a better look at it. I say we go.
0: Yeah. Now you can tell it's going to be a bit strenuous getting up there. You're climbing about 600 feet. Oh, Oh, I I said 300 meters, 900 feet. You're climbing up.
1: How are people's boots?
5: Right? Are we prepared for this,
3: everyone? For yeah. Yeah. You know, we do feel a lot of us do field work of some kind. We were coming
2: open. to a volcanic island. I think. Right. We would have made yeah. appropriate uh, footwear choices.
4: You the shot? Here yeah. in
2: high heels. So. We're
4: looking over at Winston. <laughs> uh, all... Yeah, I've got boots.
1: Right. So uh, Frank and I have been looking up at it. It seems like. Uh the routes between lava flow A and B will be easiest to traverse until we get closer to the formation. Um there are definitely still hot pockets. You know, the surface is good, but um depending, you know, there's different thicknesses depending on the flow and, and um slope underneath that we can't always tell what that is. So don't, you know, don't punch any part of the <laughs> The black cooled lava flow. Keep an eye on your feet. Um, anything else, Frank?
5: Well, I have experience climbing, so maybe uh, I can help out with some rope and some climbing gear. Maybe I can help out at that last, what, few hundred feet or so. It gets sharp.
4: All right.
1: Yeah, we can also cross over the jungle there so it's cooler and we can go slowly. We'll be close enough to see things. Uh, Maybe uh, you should lead and I'll pick up the rear since we've probably been more vertical than the average. Sure. And I brought rope and carabiners and things and, you know, have picks and whatnot. Exactly.
0: All right. All right. So what we will do to save a little time is I'll have you each do three dex rolls. And if you fail, you slip a little, you slide a little, you trip over something, and but you're not going to injure yourself much. So
1: Statistically, we, three dex rolls.
3: Roll an, an O1. <laughs>
0: yeah. So Marco is like pure wedding on top of the yeah, lava. Floor.
3: I passed all three, but the O one one was... I failed was the two one. out of three. Okay. Uh I, I tuck away my,
4: my camera in my shoulder bag and I, I also failed twice.
0: Okay. So James and Winston, you come away with, you know, stripes and 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 you know, on your arm maybe and on your hand, on the, the palm of your hand. Uh just take one point away. Uh anybody else? These injuries,
2: they'll look great in the discovery photos. Yeah, His pumice one. is sharp.
1: Yeah. One regular, one failure, and one extreme success. Okay. I'm glad I was in the rear so that when I fell, I was like... No so one noticed. Got up and brushed it off <laughs> and acted like I didn't fall because I'm...
0: So you didn't actually do any damage, but you, you know, a little bit. Just your little sore. Dignity. Yeah, dignity. Um, all right. He didn't? Okay, good. So... You come to a place where you you get to the scree. The scree turns out to be the uh, most difficult part because you have to kind of scramble. Um, uh, You can try to work your way over to the side and scramble across it. Uh, And as you scramble across it, of course, little rivulets of rock start sliding down. Uh, It's it's a little precarious, but, and it's a little, you know, you got to go for it because once you start, if you stop, then you will start sliding down as well. Um, there's no real danger of you falling. Uh, it's just slow progress. But you finally come to a little bit of a ledge, you climb up and the structure is there. Um, and now even more so, it doesn't look entirely natural, um, except for a few things, the, the, the rock itself is kind of a a, a dark grayish black. There's definitely a very interesting blue sort of striations in the, uh, in the rock that make it very pretty. Um, But Frank, you're kind of puzzled as to what it would be, you know, like uh,
5: uh, The the type of rock itself.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could do some chemical analysis, which would tell you.
1: Yeah.
0: But why don't you do your geology role? Marcus, you could do a, a volcanologist role, too. Yeah. Success? Regular?
5: Oh, I got
0: no one. Oh, nice. So, Marcus, what you notice is that the rock looks, it's definitely not the same kind of rock, not from the lava flow, not from the surrounding rock that exists, not from the scree or anything like that. Frank, Dr. Frank, Dr. Ruby. Frank. You go up, you go up to look at it, and you're getting a really good close look at this stone. And it's not quite as square as it looked from down below. It's actually oddly angled, but it's also not sharp. It's all of the edges are worn smooth. Um, And as you're looking at it, there is, you've only seen rock with this quality in a few places before on earth. The volcano is millions of years old, but the rock of this structure is billions of years old. You're This doesn't belong here.
5: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just look through the group. I
0: just Actually, you can do a sanity I, roll on that one, too. <laughs> Realizing that this rock is literally billions. You've seen it like in the California Batleth. Um, I, I passed. Sanctuary. Yeah, this is.
5: This is just not. I just turned to. I mean, this is not right. This is. This shouldn't be here. I. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what this rock is. I. It's older than the volcano itself. It makes
2: no sense. Could be evidence of, alien activity.
0: <sighs> <laughs> We're
2: not there yet.
0: Veritable <laughs> scientific
2: proof of alien activity. <gasps> Anthropo- I'm gonna win a Nobel Prize.
0: Anthropologist and archaeologist. Um, you can do spot hiddens for me.
3: Nope, that's a fail.
2: fail me too.
0: Okay, so I mean, you can't place this this shape of structure and everything. It doesn't. It still doesn't correspond to anything that you've ever seen in you know an archaeological dig or anything but all of a sudden you notice something something about it that nobody seems to have put their finger on yet. There are no seams you don't see any blocks. this is a solid smooth wall of block there's a, there's a seal a, a there's a roof to it but the roof is about 15 feet up so you can't see onto the roof of it. And it's definitely sticking out of the mountainside. It could be far larger. Um, also, you haven't gotten to that tower part, which is up a little ways and more on the top of it. It's kind of blocked from view from where you are.
1: When you say roof, that implies, I mean, why is that not the
0: top? Is it, is it hollow? Well, you're, I'm saying that you're close enough to it to where you can't see What's up here? Right. I mean, it you know,
5: to knock right. on it. Yeah. I'm going to take a sample of the stone, start chiseling yes. on it.
0: Chip, chip. Um, you have your little uh, rock hammer. You hit it pretty hard, and um, it, it rings almost like a bell. Um, it, uh, it, 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 it chips a little, but it's damn hard. Um, if you have a Moes, you probably do a Mohs test, see how hard it is. Right. It's at least as hard as diamond.
5: Mm-hmm. So it's I a 10 know.
0: on the
1: Mohs scale. I don't
5: know if I brought anything
1: strong enough. Well, more force is all. Uh, what do you think, Frank, about the possibility that this is extraterrestrial? Uh, not brought here by aliens, Jim, but, <laughs> you know, is this... This is possibly an asteroid that landed at the ocean floor two billion years ago, and it's been rising on this pyrocastic flow from the core.
5: That's a reasonable explanation.
2: explanation.
1: Wow. It, it, must it must be an must be a Aliens
2: put it in the volcano for safekeeping.
3: What well, university did you say you're from, Mr. Bell? <laughs>
2: Uh, the Australian National University, which is a real one. Please don't sue me.
3: Is that accredited? Does <laughs> anyone know anything about that point?
2: It's only been open for about 30 years at
1: this point.
3: <laughs>
0: it's run by drop bears.
1: <laughs> I would say that any species capable of interstellar travel that was stupid enough to put things into a volcano for safekeeping it seems, uh, you know, a bit topsy-turvy.
2: They've been oh. harnessing the energy of the volcano itself to power themselves, though. Right. Well, but I, what I'm evidence not, is there? That? On, you know, we're not even... It's <laughs> a rock that's older than the, everything else around it. Yep, I am right. simply taking a broad, <laughs> potentially conjecture-filled opportunity to say that maybe this is not from Earth. In which case I wanna see if there is anything about it that is but potentially structure-like like a door or a window.
3: Yeah, I'm walk- I'm gonna take a walk around.
1: I'll look for walk a doorbell.
2: Around. I'd like to be boosted on top of the roof by someone who is tall. Well, you can just
0: go up the hillside. Also I'll do that. All right. So once again, you gotta go up some scree to get up there. Um just just to mention. If it were an asteroid or a meteorite, then having it billions of years old would actually make sense. Uh, Asteroids and meteorites are from the creation of the the solar system. So they're the oldest rocks that we have. Um, So you manage to kind of scramble on the top. And as you're doing that, uh, there's a lot of scree on the top. So the top's kind of obscured, but you know it's there. But there's this tower thing that's sort of rising up on one part and it's not rising straight up. In fact, the entire structure is not, it's, it's more or less right angles, but it's, it's also kind of tilted coming out of this. So it's not, it's not level. It's not plumb. Um, this tower also is, is wildly not plumb. It's, it's actually sticking out at quite an angle, leaning back. Towards the volcano itself, also composed of the same substance, and without uh, uh, without any seams. Um, now we're talking cylinders and uh, and cubes that are together, and you know this this really is quite bizarre. The top of the tower thing is broken. But it's also about 30 feet up. So there's no way to know if it's just solid or or what.
1: But you guys you can say tell... broken? You mean against, as opposed to the other smooth lines? The something that snapped. out. looks all cracked. Something and... snap, snapped off the top of that part. But we don't see any fallen top bits anywhere. Okay. Right. Um,
0: Does it
4: sound hollow when you knock on it?
0: Oh, it's rock. It doesn't... Okay. It's...
4: Well, bring like... Uh, Frank, do you, uh,
1: you know, if you, I've got some fairly hard chisels here. I'd like to see if the blue parts of the rock are softer than the black parts. And just, you know, if we can, just a few chips every 15 feet or something to see how consistent it is. I'm increasingly of the impression that maybe this was something that was fluid, you know, in in eons ago and the strange shapes that it takes is because it fell into a cavity of something that made more um, sense
5: if we can get some spikes into it we could climb maybe i can climb the scale of the side of this little tower and see if it is truly hollow I...
0: how's it it's it's uh it's uh it's angled like at about a I'd say it about a 15 degrees off of straight. So and the formation there. itself is is not, is air
1: temperature. Correct. It's not, yeah. It doesn't feel like the lava. It's, it's not like, warm or anything. It's, it's not warm is. at all. And this isn't a chimney. Right. Far, at least if it's very. Well, you don't know. You can't see whether it's, it's open well, on the
0: top or not. Right. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, the blue part does seem to be a little softer. It's still very hard. But, um, and even the the black part, you're able to chip off little bits of it, almost have to scrape it off because it's, when you hit it really, I mean, you can hit it really hard. You can get little bits and pieces of it off, but it's very resistant. Um, And Winston, actually, something that I said earlier, when he hits it really hard, it rings. So it could be hollow. You know, like a bell, and it doesn't ring. A thing. You know, it, it it You start a vibration in it that you can hear lasts almost a minute. You know, before it fades and finally away. Like like the the walls inside of a cave will do that as well sometimes. Everybody do spot hidden as you're looking around. That's a hard success.
3: Yes. Ask-
0: Oh, a one. Oh, yeah.
3: Very and wrong. in the ones around.
0: <laughs> nice. So, as you start walking around and you move, uh, especially around towards the tower, uh, Marcus, you look up and you can see that there is a rectangular sort of hole in the side of the tower. It's. Um, very narrow at the bottom, and it's uh, rather wide at the top. It's a, it's a trape, trape, uh, trapezoid. trapezoid. Um, but now you can see that it does sort of look hollow, and you can see light because the top of the tower is broken off. But that definitely looks like a, a door. Well, not a door, a, a, a hole. Uh, though it's a damn weird shape yeah, and so it's <laughs> and a very weird
1: angle. And uh, well, I'm assuming it's not a human-sized rectangle or trapezoid. It's quite a bit bigger. Quite a bit bigger. Uh, and, and within it, we can see light as if it were passing. As if light were coming in roof. from the top,
0: yeah, from the broken roof.
1: Uh, all right. Well, we have a way in. And we have a – you should take a lot of photographs, Winston, before you go any farther and take a roll of film out in case you drop your camera into a pool or it's something hot. Of course. Because this is pretty, uh, I, you know, Frank, at this point, I'm prepared to say that we are not looking at something that formed naturally via causes I understand.
4: So this could make our careers.
1: It could define us. Uh, oh. Or get us put away. I mean,
5: exactly. look. <laughs>
1: Again, we've so left technology behind because
0: it's older than humans. So, Yeah, Dr. Bell, you're thinking uh, uh, human civilization. You don't, you don't know if there, there couldn't be a human civilization out here in the islands that far back. I mean, definitely not billions of years. There wasn't life on the planet that, that far back.
2: I'm not saying that this is extraterrestrial species that have designed this. However, of the potential options that we have, this thing that is harder than, at least as hard as, if not harder than diamond, that has been uncovered on a a volcanic island that has had no one living on it for centuries until the last 100 years or so, It stands to reason that potentially creatures that are not from this place have had a hand in this very angular and designed structure. Now, we may be upside down. If this triangle is pointing this way, which I believe it is, this structure may have toppled and it may have been... stationed inside the volcano at one point which has then come off and that's why the end bit's broken that is my current working theory i'm not an i'm not a architect i am an anthropologist and typically triangle bits in structures go up not down that is what i've observed in my anthropological studies
3: in your scientific opinion
2: in my scientific Um, opinion aliens
0: um well uh Dr. Bell, do an anthropology role. Yes. You are aware of a number of old civilizations on Earth that did build their doorways that were narrow at the bottom, because the advantage was, is you could run inside them with a club and the person chasing you would have to put his feet In front of each other to try to come through the doorway, and you could bonk him on the head. Uh, And you could only have one person come through the door at a time if they had to narrow their legs. You find this in the American Indians and some uh, like the the Pueblos, they call them keyhole doors. So it's not unusual to have it smaller at the bottom. Except for the whole billions of years old old part. part. Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Dr. Rohde, where do you think? we would be at on Pangaea. Well, this is still the ocean, right? Right. This is not on the Pangean landmass.
5: No, it should have been just a naturally formed island. Maybe yeah. a coral.
1: I would have assumed this was island. a hotspot island. Um, with yeah, the- again, I think we have to, I think with the working hypothesis that is not alien intelligence, is that this had to be something that crashed into the ocean when the whole planet was hot and therefore it could land any which way and it's been thrust up. Uh, Well, we're going to, we are all going to get papers out of this. That's for sure.
5: Exactly. But I think it's way too soon to make any conclusion on what it is. Uh,
1: Do you think we should try to drive spikes into this tower to climb it or should we work on the lava flow above it work to down. build a structure that will let us branch over
5: well where's the where, to the keeper where's the uh the opening how high up
0: it's about 20 feet up
5: okay so i mean i i probably can if we can drive spikes into the blue parts i can get up there and get a rope down and uh, we'll bring everybody up one at a time. If,
2: assuming that it's not destroying. a big like
5: that does drops to unknown depths. So let me at least look over the edge and look down and see what we've got.
1: Hmm. Look wouldn't into it,
4: look wouldn't it be safer if we, we built some scaffolding or brought in a ladder and en- enlisted the help of the Islanders? We'll-
5: ultimately could i don't know about putting a ladder out here on this
0: i mean we have plenty of time it's only an hour and a half now walk back to the, uh, the town it's probably about one thirty.
4: Uh, we can make we, we could take things slow and and wouldn't driving spikes into this this structure damage it and wouldn't that be bad for research
5: it's not going to damage it that bad okay
1: Well, I would say that spikes that are capable of sporting multiple human weights are, that's a bit of a, I mean, we are really marring the surface and also it's very hard. So it might be, uh, the nearby forest, is there bamboo?
0: On this island, there's not bamboo. There's palm. not been introduced. Um, I guess the uh, one question that uh, somebody we haven't heard from is how does the archaeologist feel about driving spikes into something that may be <laughs> the uh, archaeological yeah, I, discovery I, of the century? I, I don't
3: feel like it can support this. But I don't surely, think it's archaeological yet. <laughs> surely we can drive, not drive, sorry, we can walk back to the village area borrow a truck, and at least get us part of the way through with some supplies. I have to agree with Winston here.
0: There are probably ladders on the island. There are probably four ladders on the island, but we can
1: <laughs> figure out how to make some more.
2: Uh, um, so how pointy is the, like, bottom point of this triangular sort of?
0: It looks train? like it's a couple of feet across. Okay. Mm.
2: Go ahead. Well, I'm all for yep, let's go back to the
0: um, landing.
5: Yeah, you know, we could take measurements right now. We could start drawing it and photographing it Excellent. and getting some of those details. If somebody wants to go into town, I can go, I mean, I'm, I can go back into town or someone else and uh, see if we can find a ladder or some kind of, I don't know, if we can get scaffolding up here easy enough, or, but we can take our time,
2: work through this. Any yeah. hands make light work, so uh,
1: honestly, I, I fail
2: to see how this structure is going to be moved or interfered with considering the uh, uh, difficulty some of us had getting up here. Um, I'll look at Winston. Um, <laughs> I We, we can um, just sort of leave it and come back.
1: Not going anywhere. Speaking of dimensions, roughly, it is basically two chunks and they're sort of rectilinear. It's a larger... The whole of the, the structure itself? Yeah, there's a larger thing and then a, a bit that goes
0: off that's taller and thinner. A, um, well, I mean, you don't need this. Sometimes you don't need rolls for these things. You start to walk around. You know, there's scree on the top of it because it's you know, come down the mountainside. Right. Um, but you can, follow, you can follow the edge of the structure all the way back to the scree. And the tower is part of it. Um, it could be quite a bit bigger. I mean, theoretically, most the, of it could still be buried. Yeah. It could be ginormous inside there. Um, you just don't know. But there's definitely no... If, if you're at a corner of it and you're going in this direction, this direction, this direction, it's going into the screen. So you don't see an uh-huh. end to it. And if you the screen down and excavate for a while it keeps going Uh so it's at least oh 100 maybe 200 feet we would have only brought our
5: grad students with us
0: yeah (laughs) yeah you said you were just going for a walk so you didn't bring your stuff with you
3: i think i think we need our equipment yeah
0: basics yeah well then if if you agree We can skip ahead. Um, We'll assume you go back. You wanted to see if you could find some assistance. Um, Most of the people here are older, but you find a couple that are willing to help. There's Michael Clark, uh, Mickey. There's uh, John Patterson, Jax. And there's uh, Dave Hicks, Dix. Um, That... uh, D-I-X, uh, that are all willing to help. They're probably in their 50s, um, but they're curious, and they're willing to help you sort of schlep stuff back and forth. And, you know, if, if you're working out here and it's hot, they'll bring you some food from, you know, they don't want to go inside. They, they really don't even want to come all the way up here, but they're they're helping out, so you've got some assistance. You're also able to find some ladders um, and with, with, with three or four ladders, you're able to sort of hook them together and make them into a bit of a scaffolding so that you can get up to uh, – you can climb up. Um, let's say that by the next day, uh, by noon, uh, you guys have rigged up the scaffolding. You feel that it's fairly safe, and you can now get up to that uh, doorway. And you've brought any equipment that you wanted to get, ropes, a grappling hook, maybe,
5: lanterns.
1: Yeah, more in the way of internalized light than we thought we'd need. Certainly, you've got electric.
0: Yeah, I mean that. Uh, what you will call it? In fact, we can say that you're smart enough to. You even have a, a generator. There's generators on the island in case power goes out. So right. you can you can borrow one of those. Yeah, and we can out. string light in
1: those little cages so that we can actually see where we're going. Right. Uh, I think I'd like before we mount the tower to see how much loose scree we could push off the roof of the lower part, because if we found a, an entrance down there we could you know that would be useful to have more than one way in and out do a luck roll i rolled my luck this afternoon and i got a 45 which i was resentful about
0: and i just rolled a 97 yeah. so now you're all resentful <laughs> but you've cleared more of the uh, the scree away from it and uh, you still don't really see an end to the structure so it's definitely going into the- It's very uh, substantial. And it's, and again, the, the, that
1: roof is probably not at a right angle to the ground, right. but it's, it's, it, it is fairly level.
0: flat in its own regard. It's maybe about five degrees. And it's so, all one piece still. It's all one piece. And since you've probably, you know, to keep from slipping on the screen, you've probably done some sweeping, you've swept off the structure. There's something else that's damn peculiar about it. The the blue striations on the roof, on the ceiling, while you're up there, they seem to form patterns. Um, They're not regular patterns, but there there seems to be some... Like, it doesn't look natural. So it's less like marble and more like like some mosaic yeah maybe like a mosaic um and the blue part is like the lines uh the the lead the letting in the in the mosaic or the the letting in the stain looks like a stained glass window but the rock is the the window and the, the blue part is the letting um Sorry. it's Aren't awesome
5: on that so what was that it's, it's, what does our archaeologists have to say on this? Is this making any sense
3: to no, you? No, none of this. I mean, I, it wouldn't help at all to roll archaeology, because this doesn't seem to make any sense to me.
0: Well, yeah, it doesn't. It, you can't figure out how the structure was made. Um, something that the doctor said earlier starts to sort of nag at you. It's almost like the structure was poured into a big form and solidified like you would be in an ironworks. You pour liquid, you know, so there's no seams, it's it's one mm-hmm. solid no structure that's impossible, you know, despite the fact that there are some crazy Egyptian archaeologists who think that the pyramids were constructed by forming the blocks in place, <laughs> which is just utter nonsense. Uh, it it it's it it's driving you all a little crazy. it's probably affecting your dreams. how bizarre it is, but it's also extremely exciting all right, so Frank, you were really clamoring to get up there have a look in first um. You look in through the, the doorway, and it's dark. Uh, you've got your, your big flashlight, and you're looking around, and there is definitely the remnants of what looks like a spiral ramp going down. Of course, it's not going straight down. It's kind of going like this, almost like you're looking into a seashell um it's been damaged a little bit over time uh it shows the same kind of wear as the outside of the building uh, and there are uh you can still see that sort of blue striation in the uh in the whole structure itself that the the ramp seems to be a uh, part of it it's fused uh-huh. with the wall you don't see any seam where it hits, but it's is navigable. It
5: wind, is it wide up for one or two people? Well, you
0: could, you could probably all walk in there, you know, maybe two people side by side. Um, and it would be kind of a funny thing that you'd have to do because you'd be, you'd walk kind of level for a second and then you'd have to get over the hump and drop down to the next one and then go for a little bit and then drop down and land on the next hump. You, like I say, it's a spiral, but it's oh, at an angle. Hello.
3: Is it is it like a Fibonacci sequence? Like that precision?
0: Yeah, it looks pretty much perfect, like a, like a like a nautilus shell.
5: Yeah. Well, I you know get our longest rope and throw it down to have, and then secure it outside the window someplace,
0: so we have at least something to hold on to. it's <laughs> oh, yeah. not a problem. Yeah, yeah multiple
1: sec- secures. And I think, again, it makes sense, Frank, that you should probably lead, and i will bring up the rear, so we have the most experienced people fore and aft. Um, and yeah, we'll string these lights as we go, so just don't anybody let go all of a sudden.
5: Yeah. We have a flare because we're not, I'm, I'm looking down into the darkness, right? Is that for as far as the sunlight can come in,
1: it's pretty dark. I'm not crazy about the idea of dropping an incendiary down there without knowing what's in
0: there. How about glow sticks?
3: <laughs> glow sticks you possibly. 85?
0: They don't give up. Yeah, I'm, oh, we had glow sticks a long way. They're not very yeah. bright and you do have big flashlights. So Do we have helmet lights? Uh, I I don't know where you would find those on the yeah. island, so probably not.
3: Uh, Dr. Brearley, you are you monitoring the the gas? Yes. Making yeah. sure we don't have.
1: Yeah. 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 Any emanations from this tower? There doesn't seem to be
0: any problem with the atmosphere at all.
1: Mm. Um, it doesn't even seem like it's volcanic. It seems like it's separate from the yeah, steam that's still coming out of the stack. There's
0: no heat here. There's no. Yeah, which is like, odd too, because if it was in the volcano, it' <laughs> be hot somewhere down
1: there. right. No, it seems like this is this really was a bit of flotsam that was pressed up somehow on top of that pyroclasm.
0: Actually, something I would like um, uh Frank and Marcus, you can do another uh, science role out uh, your science. Oh
1: no, eighteen. So hard success too.
0: Yeah, Um, hard. You would understand what this means, but the opening is breathing, and although that sounds ominous, large structures, large caves breathe because of the difference in the temperature inside and outside. The air pressure will suck in air during one part of the day and then blow out air another part of the day. But it has to be a really big structure.
1: And given that the lava is still cool in here, this thing has to be massive to yeah. be breathing and not have it be hot gusts. Right. Comfortable. So it might be this might be extruded out of the ocean floor.
0: Yeah, it's it's big. All right, so you start inside, and um, the farther away you get from the top of the tower, the farther away you get from the opening that you came in, the smoother it starts to get. It's less weathered. It was not as exposed to the outside element for a billion years. Um, The bluish striations they uh, they take on an almost yellowish tinge as you start to go down uh, and they've got a, a kind of a luster to them That's uh, it's not dull because they haven't been uh, exposed to the outside uh, eventually this tunnel sort of opens into a room uh, That looks like, I mean, to give them names that we would understand, like a hallway. So it's a a long, sort of narrow, oddly angled corridor with the floor at about five degrees. And you're probably keeping very good track of the direction you're going and things like that. There's been no side corridors, but you're sort of keeping track of now you're going north, south, east, west and so forth.
1: No problems with a compass here? We're not seeing funny
0: magnetic? Nothing. Nothing like that at all. Um, A a, a short distance down this uh, corridor and you realize that there is another triangular sort of door, a rudimentary door that has a whole bunch of scree that is poured in through it onto the floor, and you're pretty sure that that door might just be a couple of inches or maybe a foot below the scree surface on the outside, that it just wasn't where you could find it, but that may be an an easier way in and out, which you could excavate later as you go. Uh, The corridor goes maybe 30 feet beyond that, and turns at an odd, odd angle. And it opens into what looks like a room. But I want to give you the impression of what you see, because just before you get to the room, uh, you start to notice that the floor that you're walking on has changed texture. It is with your with your fla- your flashlights your torches. Um, it's almost sparkly, like somebody took glitter and threw it all over the floor, and it's sparkling with these little yellow crystals. Um, and as you approach the door going into this room, um, there are more and more and more of these crystals, and you realize when you shine your light into the room. The, the entire floor in this area is covered in these yellow crystals. Uh, they reflect the light back at you. You, you see, you know, it's, it's almost blinding for a moment when you shine in because there's another at all different angles, but some of them are reflecting the light right back at you. And who's in the lead? And who's it's carrying? Dr. Rody. Dr. Rody. And who all has big flashlights? Do you all have big flashlights?
3: I think we all do, yeah. I think we
0: all do, yeah. All right. Dr. Brody, you shine your light into this room, and there are increasingly larger and larger crystals in the room, but the room itself is regular shape. You'd say it might be seven-sided, but uh, the ceiling is at at about 15 feet high, from where the floor is. And there's just this sea of yellow crystals, which kind of get lumpier in the middle. And the walls are, uh, there's still that kind of striated blue, but there seem to be things all over the walls, um, which at first, um, you're trying to make heads or tails out of them, like they're some part of the striation. But then you realize they're, Cave paintings, like animals and things like that, like something you, you've seen in pictures of that French cave. Um, all of the rest of you start to notice this, too, because you're all standing there looking. Archaeologist. Um, <laughs> archeologist, um mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do your archaeology role. Okay. Anthropologist, do your anthropology role. Uh, photojournalist, you're taking photographs.
3: That's a regular success.
2: Regular success for me, too.
0: Yeah, these are damn peculiar. These are very primitive. Um, the Neanderthal caves that you've seen uh were far more in advance than these. These are far, far more primitive pictographs. Um, and they seem to show. They seem to show what look like primitive stick figure people. Um, Some of it is hunting. Some of it is uh, what could be interacting with the gods. Who knows? Uh, So you're looking at that. Um, Frank, geologist, you are looking around the room. Do do your geology role.
5: Hard
0: success. Okay, you uh, you're really curious about these yellow crystals. Right. You reach down and and there's there's a fairly decent, hefty sized one in front of you, and you snap it up, and it 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 very easily snaps off of. It's almost barely you know connected to the other crystals, so it breaks fairly easily. And you're looking at it. You quickly do a Mohs test. And you're pretty sure this is something akin to topaz, only these are monstrously huge. If this is actually a topaz or, you know, a yellow sapphire or something like that, this is a, a king's ransom in sapphires right here.
5: I'll pass it over to Marcus. Well, I, I don't know what to make of this.
0: They're definitely you know. growing. I mean, they were growing
5: Dude. They've, we're they've... Some kind of, you know, so. geode or something.
1: <laughs> and and is it the case that the as the as the blue striations uh, shifted toward yellow when we were inside, that these are sort of along the same faults, that maybe the whatever the makeup of the blue lines was extruding these crystals.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, do a do a spot hidden for me as you're looking. And while you're doing that, Winston, he said topazes. He said King's ransom. You're uh, taking photographs of these. Do a spot hidden for me.
4: That is a success.
0: Um, Marcus, how'd you do? I got a ninety. Oh, okay. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, Winston, you're looking at these crystals. There's a particularly beautiful, sparkling, golden dome of little crystals that you're looking at. You take a photograph of it, and you move around a bit, and you're taking another photograph. You look down at it, and you suddenly realize that it's a human skull that's all encrusted with these yellow crystals. Do a sanity roll for me. I failed. Okay, you failed. Um do a uh oh no, 1d4. Oh four. Four. Excellent. So you suddenly screech and jump back and uh your voice echoes around the room yeah. and uh no you guys place. see him suddenly jumping back from something on the ground.
4: No
1: place for screaming, kid. Watch your camera.
4: Uh, I think this explains the, the 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 cave paintings maybe. Someone got trapped trapped in here. How could someone get trapped here? This is look, this it's a, it's is a older skull. That's
2: a I'll skull look
0: at it. All right. Uh, Margot, do an a- archaeology role. Uh, James, you can do an anthropology role. That too.
3: is at least a hard. It's a hard.
2: Hard success for me as well.
0: All right. Marco, you pull, pick this up, and um, it's definitely a skull. And you brush some of the crystal structures off of it to get a better look at it. And this, this light starts to go off in your mind as you realize that you're holding in your hands a perfectly preserved skull of what looks like Homo habilis. This is definitely a million and a half year old human ancestor, that that there's only been fragments of these found and, and, you know, sort of virtual reconstructions. But- It's perfect. Holy fucking, you know. And James, at the same time, you're kind of rooting around where you pick the skull up and you see that there is a whole Skeleton that's lying there, uh, fairly well preserved. Um, looks smaller than a uh, a modern human, um, almost like a child. But there are definitely you can you can see immediately that there is uh, you know scars on the bones where maybe he was in a fight or or something you know knife wound or. you know rock club or something but and then you start to notice that they're all over the place in this room
3: we have to preserve this space no one go tramping around in here
2: we may be in a grave right now I am going to very carefully walk back out into the corridor.
3: I'm going to gently place the skull down.
0: Winston, do a, um, do a spot hidden for me.
3: Fast.
0: Your flashlight, you're looking around the room. On the far wall, you can see what looked like three very large mirrors on the wall it scared you at first because you suddenly thought there was another team of people across the room looking back at you because you hit the flashlight against it and then you realize that it's perfectly polished like glass uh, and definitely reflecting the room at least what you can see it's about it's about 60 feet away from you Uh, what do you want to do
4: do those look naturally formed uh uh dr brierly
0: or dr dr Rody they've got kind of an odd shaped frame around them but they're perfectly flat uh and against the wall um the gus give you the impression of windows at first except that they're definitely mirrors um uh, they're is. angled a little bit oddly because you know they're not reflecting more of the ceiling, and when you look up at the ceiling you realize that these striations of yellow crystals are also in the ceiling, hanging down a little bit to 15 feet up.
1: Um, you know, there, uh, there, there are certainly some circumstances here that have caused uh, unusual crystal growth, but, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that our primitive ancestors didn't stumble into some seaside cave halfway between ancient history and now and that all subsided and things grew on them based on uh although what would the density have to be frank to grow this um I'll, i'll i'll you know i'll i'll look up to these reflective surfaces and get a sense of them
0: anybody else Doing your best to avoid.
3: Yeah, I will. I think we were gonna, just
5: yeah, light this place up a little bit better and then...
3: watch where you're stepping.
2: Yeah, I, I'm is. gonna like have stuck my head in the room, still keeping an eye on everything, but I'm firmly outside the room at the minute.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Why don't you all do Dex rolls? Aelia, extreme. Regular.
3: A regular success, just barely
0: failure okay so as you're walking um you're trying to avoid large bunches of crystals uh you can hear them every they're everywhere so little bits of them are crunching under your feet you can hear that but um dr rhodi accidentally steps on what's probably a bone and you can hear it but he's like sorry i'm backing out i'm backing out (laughs) Stuff, um, more. Okay, so, so Frank is kind of backing up a little bit. James, you are back by the door, and the three of you are moving up towards the mirrors. Um, you are all suddenly open-mouthed, uh, stunned. You can all do sanity rolls. Because when you're looking into the mirror... Well, I'll tell you after you do your sanity. Oh, wait,
3: yeah.
0: A mole. Okay. So Marcus and Winston, uh, you step up to the mirrors, and uh, you can take one point of damage, but your reaction's going to be like, this, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, Margot, you p- pull yourself together, and you're just intrigued. What you see when you look in the, the mirrors... It's a slightly different angled version of the room that you're in. It's because the the mirrors aren't, you know, perfectly right angled to the floor. You can see yourselves in them, crystal clear. You're standing in the same room, except in that room, there are no yellow crystals. You can see on the floor that there are marks of blue crystals, but they are forming complex angular patterns all over the floor Um, it's it's almost as if they uh they can't be natural um some part of some bizarre design but the weird thing is there are no bones and there are no crystals in that room that you are standing in on the other side of the glass with your flashlights if you shine your light in the mirror and it reflects off the back wall, it reflects off the back wall
1: mm-hmm.
0: in there as Just well. Like there are also no paintings on the walls in that version. You
3: touch what
0: you the saying? mirror, it's perfectly smooth like glass. Mm. And it's slightly cold.
3: Right next to a volcano, this thing's cold.
0: You also leave no marks on it. In fact, you can try to make marks on it. Right. Nothing.
3: Rodi. if you can watch your step, I think you would find this very interesting. Oh,
5: I will work our way over. <laughs> My way over.
1: You don't, don't have what, to worry yeah. about where you stand on the other side of the mirror because there aren't any crystals or dead people. Um, The pattern inside, does it look, uh, you know, the the spiral we came down was like a nautilus shell. Mm -hmm. Is the pattern inside something geometrical, something that?
0: Um, The room has clearly seven sides. There are a couple of other entrances that lead out. You can look around and see that the entrances are there, uh, but they've been blocked by falling debris or or something they they're still there, uh, they're kind of hidden you know with all these crystals growing everywhere, but they're there it's the same room um, you also begin to realize that the pattern in the ceiling th- this kind of drives you a little nuts. The pattern in the ceiling seems to match the pattern in the floor only. I don't know how you say it, like in reverse. It's not really in reverse. It's if the angle in the roof goes this way, then the angle in the floor goes this way so that they remain in alignment wherever they are on the floor. It has some latent, bizarre engineered sort of feel to it. The the more you think about it, the more it seems like James may have – may have come up with something. James, what are you doing over there by the door? Is They're all staring into the mirrors.
2: Well, I, I've heard the, the term no bodies in the reflection, and that's enough for me to go, fucking need to see it for myself. I'm going to okay. creep over and get my own look at this. Okay. Because that's well, strange.
0: Everybody is in the reflection. It's just a different room. Mm. Okay. That's no corpses. Very. Though. Of no oh, course, yeah, it's a perfectly clean room. In fact, I mean, if you're trying to squint and look at details, the angles of the walls are not smooth, they're nice and sharp. Um, it's like you're looking at the room, but in a different time. And of course, it's also mirror. It's, yeah, are there
5: are the mirrors just uh
0: polished? Yeah, they're polished something
5: or a facet of a crystal. A very large crystal.
0: You have, well, you've got geology. You can try that. It's really <laughs>
5: they're hard. Just, they're part of the wall. They're not a separate, they don't look separate. Piece. Uh, I pass.
0: You go to the edges of the mirrors, and they also seem to look like they have grown out of the wall. So they're not like something separate from the wall. Um, Maybe crystal like some That's sort of crystal-like structure. Um, yeah, everything seems to be somewhat um, something crystal like. Like you I all, don't. I would like you all now to do a spot hidden roll. No, I rolled
3: one hundred
1: success. Okay. Success, uh, actually, hard success.
0: Okay. Okay, those of you who failed are probably looking at each other. Um, Marcus and Marcus, you got a hard success. All right. So I'll do Winston first. Winston, is you're looking? You're not sure, but you think that a shadow. Inside that mirror seems to have moved. Um, it happened suddenly, quickly, but you didn't. Um, you didn't. You weren't looking right at it, so you didn't. You saw it, but you're, you're not sure you saw anything at all. Marcus, you definitely. The room on the other side of the mirror is just as dark as, as your room. Except where your flashlights are hitting, but something moved in the shadows um, you think that it moved from one of those entrances mm-hmm. into the room, but uh when you turn your your light there you don't you don't see anything
1: mm-hmm. um, uh the uh Winston would you um would you take a picture of the center of the room behind us yeah take and I'm gonna gonna sort of yeah I'm gonna flash please and I'm gonna try to shine my light into the reflection down the channel that I thought I saw something move out of because the ones in here are covered by stuff but
0: So Winston, you turn around. You're facing the all the, the room full of yellow, full of yellow crystals, and um, you take your flash. The 80s. I don't think flashes made any noise by by then. Um, old flashes used to have that high pitched sort of whine. Uh, you take the flash uh, for a moment, Doctor Marcus. Uh, the room is lit up. The room is lit up on the other side too. Uh, you've got your your shadow uh, your uh, your your torch pointed towards one of the doorways leading out. And you get the distinct impression that there was something that moved, just as it and it was oddly colorful. That's a weird thing to say, but it was oddly colorful and reflective, like it really reflected. This oddly colorful light for just a split second as you as you hit it what do you guys want to do you're kind uh, of overwhelmed at this point standing there did,
4: did you see anything in, in in the mirror that looks like a photograph
1: uh you know nothing i could describe um i there there might be Something happening with the you know multiple refractions in here from all these crystal shapes, because I, 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 I got a bit of a rainbow flash, and I feel like there's movement, and I'm very I'm uh, very uncomfortable with the fact that our reflections do not describe what we're seeing in the room we're in. And I think I'd like to get toward daylight. Um, is there an animal in here? Do you, you saw an animal? would say it was. I would say it was movement. It could have been something falling, but it were also there's a bunch of us shining lights around at different angles and all these reflective surfaces. So I, but it looked like there was looked like a thing that moved it to me, but only in, in the mirror, in the whatever this is.
4: Um, my my, my uh my American friends said I should uh b- bring bring a handgun when I. Go to dangerous places. I have one in my bag. Okay, interesting time to mention that. Yes. Um, if there is an animal, uh, I I don't really know how to how to use it, but I I, I think I can use it. No. Okay, I, Mr.
2: Peng, let's let's relax yeah. a little bit here. Like I realized that I was the one bringing up aliens before, but that's a bit like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's chill out. We don't need a gun. Uh, there, there was that collapsed entrance in the hallway out back. Let's get some light, let's get some air, yes. clear it out, and then we'll I'm uh, all for that. I'm gather ourselves. Opening and up come that back.
1: stairwell, Shh. getting some fresh air and light. And I like and this surely, place.
3: Yeah, surely there's a procedure that we would know, especially like James and myself, of like discovery, what you do yeah. when you find something, you cordon off an area, you flag things, that kind of thing. So it's like, let's exit this space. I like James's suggestion. Get out the back door.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, there is whole procedure of putting out markers, say, you know, and, and a group creating a grid if you're going to ar- you do an archaeological dig. It's going to take a all while. Right.
3: Exactly. Well, let's let's get some light through here. That back right. Yeah.
0: I would like you all to do a, um, a dex roll.
3: Fail. Oh, Five.
0: Pass. Regular success. Pass
3: this time. Uh, fail.
0: How much did you fail?
3: <laughs> uh, I can spin the luck.
4: <laughs> I, I rolled a 91. I, I rolled that. a 91. That'll do it. That'll do it. At uh, a 70. Wow.
0: Um, <laughs> as you guys are all turning around uh, to start, and you, you start moving carefully out of the room, but before you get more than a foot or two, um, Winston turns around and the edge of his pants snag on one of these crystals these yellow crystals and it snaps off and it hits another crystal and a little cascade of uh yellow crystals uh next to him sort of tinkles to the ground uh winston you can look down you can see that there are bones uh that are there as well but fortunately you didn't you didn't hit any of the bones uh but everyone do spot hiddens when he does that. that failed. Regular
4: Extreme.
5: Hey. Right there.
0: Okay. Them. So those of you who passed and especially the extremes, um, for some odd reason, when that happens, you look at, at Winston and then you glance over at the mirrors and something in the mirrors, starts to move it comes out of that entrance um it's it's a shape and um it starts moving farther into that room over where um the mirror kind of where you were standing a a moment ago and i would like you to um you're going to do a sanity roll in a moment, but uh, I think that you probably immediately say, look, you know, and everybody, everybody looks stepping out of the shadow, kind of into the light. Um, This thing. It's very hard to put it into words. It, it's multicolored. It's, Composed of neon pipes, like a like a Chinese, you know, street sign. It it's glowing and it um, it's moving across the floor. Uh, you'd say it's about maybe three or four feet um, long. Uh, it it's not actually on the floor. It's it's a bit above it, and it moves almost you know, snake-like. But there's qualities to it that are strange. It's it's re- it's reflective, and it's it shimmers like crystals, and it um, it's got a quality like like burning alcohol, like alcohol on the top of a you know, crepe Suzette. It's got kind of like a bluish flame that that rakes along it as it moves. And it's it almost defies your ability to grasp what it is you're seeing. So you can all do sanity rolls as this thing moves.
3: That's actually a pass. Shocking. I
2: failed.
0: Okay. I if passed. You, wow. If you if you passed, you can do a one d four. If you failed, you can do a one d six.
3: Two. That's
4: a three. We're okay. Four, and I'm at temporary insanity. <laughs> oh, no. Okay.
0: So you're, um, you're terrified. You probably scream out a little bit as you see whatever this thing is. Um, and when you make noise, the thing moves. It, the front end of it raises up almost like it's sniffing the air. Um. You realize too that it's moving towards and around the place where you guys are standing, but in the mirror. And then a second one moves into that room and joins the first one. And they both seem to move back and forth like they're smelling for something.
1: To which my response is, who's standing? I'm dancing toward the exit.
0: Okay, uh, you freak out and you start to run, crunch, 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 across no, the. Oh, dancing, Christmas. dancing. <laughs> okay, dancing. But... Chipped, like, oh,
4: yeah. oh, Winston's um, running. He's he's temporarily insane. All okay. right.
0: So uh, when you make that noise, um, one of them moves up towards the glass and it's almost like it has tentacles of light that it it presses up against the glass like it's listening or smelling. Um, You get the distinct impression it knows that you're there. Uh, So, I mean, you guys are probably backing away. Some of you are running for the exit. Um, The ones of you who are left in the room... Uh, for For that moment, you look back and you notice that the two of these things sort of rear up in front of each other. Their tentacles come out and touch, and they begin to trace lines in the air in front of them and just as you 're leaving the room in the room itself, you suddenly see these lines starting to appear in the air as and you're hearing a zzz, 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 sort of sound as you are running out of the room so you guys are running for the spiral
5: yeah
0: are you going to try <laughs> to dig your way out of the uh the screen? i
3: don't
2: want to throw in my flashlight at the mirror
3: I was just thinking the same thing, and then I couldn't I decide if it would be a bad a idea or not. I don't know if it's a good or bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> oh,
2: dude. Oh, Do it. Do it. All right, I'm going to throw my at oh. the mirror.
0: Okay. Do a throw roll for me.
2: I'm going to spend 12 luck to make it a regular success.
0: Okay. Um, you fling it. It's a big, heavy flashlight, too. You know, one of the kinds you can beat somebody to death with. Um, you fling it. It smashes against the mirror and sh- almost explodes as it shatters and hits the mirror. mirror does absolutely nothing, but it makes a hell of a noise as this all <laughs> falls to the ground. And in that last moment, as you're standing there, you notice that the lines in the air are opening and these tentacles are coming out and you can see that the things in the mirror are climbing through the hole into our space. Um, Run.
3: Yes, running, running.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. So you get to the spiral. Uh, Who's going first? I think I actually want to go for the scree
1: that we'd follow because I can I'm I'm assuming that if they're we have two pursuers and many more pursued. I'm a little bit working on the you don't have to be faster than the shark, just faster than your friends plan. Okay. And we saw a little bit of opening there, so if I'm just, I'm just gonna start like sweeping away with like maybe my rock hammer, just like try to scoop stuff out of the way and hoping for some sunlight to come down.
0: Okay, do a luck
1: roll. That's my my famously my strong suit. Oh oh seven.
0: Okay, um, you start sweeping scree, sweeping scree away. That's a tongue twister, and uh, very quickly like half a foot. And all of a sudden, light comes in through the top of the triangle, but there's still a lot, and more of it starts to pour in as you're doing that. Uh, do you keep do you keep glancing over your shoulder? I don't think I should look. I think I should
1: just shovel and like clamber. I'm also, but I will. I, I guess what I'm listening for is the screams of my fellows and whether I'm being followed by what seems to be people or whether they're like, because they, what I'm thinking of is also the gaps in the spiral, since it wasn't vertical. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to have to try to climb against something. I'm trying to just like scoop.
0: Okay. I um, might not be rational. So you're not what rational, you? but sure. You're digging. You're trying to yeah. get the hell out. Okay. But you're hearing noises behind you. Um, a high pitched, almost musical um, screech, if you will. Um, and, and, and that sort of staticky electrical sound uh, coming from back down the corridor. Okay. The others you've run, you've run probably to the spiral. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I was hesitating with James about the flashlight. So by the time I turned around, I think I probably saw briarly digging and okay. if I saw a light, I was probably headed straight for him. So.
0: Okay. How about you, James?
2: Uh, I, I am in booking it mode. So whatever yep. it looks like the easiest way of egress, I'm going that way. So the, 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 uh, so the, the four is you. on the way. So okay. I, I think I would attempt to help.
0: Okay. So the three of you are now digging, which will make it go faster. Uh, Frank and uh, Winston. Uh, um, Stin's terrified, uh, but you've you've run to the spiral. Yes, because okay, you were ahead. All right, um, do a dex roll because you're going to have to climb up a little and then across and then up and then pass. Okay, so amazingly, you find that your climbing abilities has drastically improved, um, probably because you've got so much adrenaline flowing in you. Uh, you can hear scraping sound behind you but you think that it's the others they're digging their way out but you're going to be out first um you come clambering out onto the uh onto the scaffolding and i would like you to do one more dex roll to see if you actually slip and jump off the uh of <laughs> the scaffolding uh, all okay. right okay you make it all right yep. So uh, very quickly, you scamper down the scaffolding, uh, and now what do you want to do? Uh,
4: uh, oh, go ahead, Winston. I'm left. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw my gun, and okay. I'm just gonna point it. They don't, they don't train they don't allow guns in Hong Kong. But I'm, I'm shaking, pointing it at the hole.
5: Do we see where they're uh, digging?
0: Do a spot hidden.
5: Didn't
0: pass <laughs> yeah i mean it must be somewhere nearby but you don't see the exact spot that it is um frank going what are you others, uh winston's standing there pointing his gun what are you doing oh
5: uh me i was yeah you. If I, I can see the others if they're you know okay there
0: yeah i'm not going to count that as an action do you want to stand okay. there with winston or do you want to run for your life
5: I'll probably, if I cannot see where they're digging out, I'm going to assume they're following through the hole, you know, up the spiral, and I'm going to just work my way down. I'm getting out of here.
0: All right. So I'll have you do a dex roll in a second. We'll see if you trip and fall or you scrape yourself up, do yourself any damage. All right. Um, Margo and Marcus and James, you are pulling that scree out. And there's a big enough hole where you can get out, but you still have to kind of climb up the scree to get through the hole. So I'll have you each do a dex roll.
3: That is a, oh, an extreme.
0: Regular. So perhaps you're sweet enough to push Margo up and out the hole. <laughs> and you you both also passed... Uh, uh, you got a regular, what did you get, James? I got a heart. You got a heart, okay. So you pull yourself up next and Marcus is behind. But Marcus, as you are climbing up and out and you, gl- you can't help but glance back, one of those things is coming around the corner. Um, and now you get the distinct feeling that it moves like a predator, you know, it's, it's definitely looking for whoever made the noise or whatever, but you pop yourself out of that hole
1: uh-huh.
0: and, uh, and start moving. Um, and just about that time. And, and by the time you guys have pulled yourself out and start to go, you're all heading towards that, the direction that you came from. Um, You see Winston standing at the bottom of the tower with his gun pointed up like this, waiting. Uh, You see uh, Frank, who's already, you know, a quarter of the way uh, down the the lava flow. Uh, Looks like Marco yells up at Winston. Uh, Winston, if you look back, you see them running. Um, You going to stay there or are you going to run? I'm going to run. Okay, so now you're all running down the hill. Everybody, do a dex roll. Tumbling down the lava flow.
3: Ooh, I will spend the single piece pass. of luck to to make it a pass.
1: Okay. Uh, everybody pass. I'm tempted to spend two to make it a hard. Okay. But I. Yeah. But
0: we'll, we'll just not? we'll just use it to see if you injure yourself. So uh, hard or extreme doesn't. Do okay. Alright, so you guys are running down the hill um, There comes a moment though You're about halfway down When you're almost knocked off your feet um, The whole volcano begins to rumble And uh, billows of smoke Start uh, going out of the, uh, the volcano itself and there's something up there where the structure is that's sparkling in the sunlight, the afternoon sunlight. It's neon-colored, and it's moving around, sniffing the air, trying to catch your scent. Um, do one more dex roll before you get to the road. I'm even going to give you a... a, a You've got yourself a golf
3: cart. <laughs> I rolled a 100.
0: <laughs> oh, <rolled> a three.
1: <laughs> oh. And Margo's foot goes through the pyroclast into the lava. Oh.
0: It's a stumble. Yeah. Um, I'm going to Margo do a luck roll.
3: I was about to say I'm willing to accept whatever whatever these delightful consequences are. Uh, let's see. My luck is 69.
0: That is a 71. No. That's a fail? That's a fail. Okay. So what happens is, is you're scrambling over the, the lava flow. You realize that the smoothest, fastest way down is the lava flow. Um, it's rough, but it's uh, also... Um, there's no trees, there's no bushes, there's nothing to get in your way. Uh, but as you're doing that, you slip on part of it and your foot slides down into a little bit of a crevice in the, the you know, convolutions of the, of the flow. And you suddenly feel your foot is extremely hot. Um, it's probably about 500 degrees. So you scream out, um, and it was 100. So your foot's kind of caught there. Um, the others, as you were looking, did everybody else pass? Yeah. Okay. Yes. When you hear Margot scream, you look back, uh, and you see that she's screaming in agony. She's caught. She's probably caught in a crevice. But before you can react, you suddenly notice that the colored thing up on the, on the hilltop suddenly bolts and it starts galloping down the hill. You see it bouncing from rock to rock, and it leaps into the air straight towards where Margo is and comes pouncing down on her. Uh, She screams, and you don't know what happens, but she stops screaming. So whatever it is has landed on her and probably killed her. Uh, you now also see the other one starting to bound down the hillway, uh, down the, the lava flow. All right. You guys have come out onto the road. You do have a golf cart there that you were using to go back and forth. What do you do?
1: Golf carts make noise. I am going to slip slowly down toward the ocean
0: where the That's
1: things where cannot
2: hear I me. I am also taking a path towards the ocean.
0: Okay. Yeah. Realize that the volcano is starting to erupt. Mm.
2: I rate my swimming. I'm, I'm taking the ocean and swimming towards the landing in that general direction.
0: That's an hour's walk away.
2: Yeah. So it's I, I,
0: my 2 hours 60. swim. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look, if I'm swimming in, like, a noisy ocean and volca- uh, lava's not directly affecting me, this is a survival maneuver. Uh, I can I can skull backwards and take as much time as I need. Whatever.
0: Okay. Uh, Winston, what are you doing?
4: I'm going to say that since Margo was ahead because she called down to Winston, Winston was behind, so he probably saw this. So he's screaming and just shooting at this thing wildly. Okay.
0: You're shooting at
4: it. Yeah. Um
0: All right, so, and Frank, were you, were you also going down towards the ocean? Yeah, but I'm not going to swim. I'll just run along the shoreline. Right. The three of you are going to have to get through about 100 feet of jungle um, to get to the ocean. Uh, but it's, it's more like falling through the jungle because <laughs> it's pretty vertical going downwards. Um, all right, so you guys are doing that. Uh, Winston, you're standing there shooting and uh you see the thing leap and land on a rock uh the other one sort of joins it and when you fire your gun towards them you don't see any effect except that they now can pinpoint exactly where you're standing and they start bounding once again straight at you uh they leap through the air and uh as you're firing, they just come pouncing on top of you, and uh, you are probably torn, shred, torn to shreds in the process. Um, the three of you are terrified. You're, you're uh, climbing through the jungle. You're uh, all, almost falling. You can all do uh, constitution rolls um, to see if you're battered and bruised. And... Hard success. Hard success. Okay.
1: yeah con 70 hard yeah
0: right um, you all managed to get through without breaking an arm or or anything like that uh, there's kind of a little bit of a like a six foot cliff down to a gravelly uh, a very narrow gravelly beach and then the, the oceans right there um so w- you jump into the ocean. Which way are you going to... If you're facing the island, mm-hmm. which direction are you going to swim?
1: I'm just... Uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm watching the if, if there is visible lava again, which I assume there is.
0: Yeah, you're. it's a little block from where you are, but yeah, you already had seen that there was some you know, things being flung out the top. There was a, there, there was there's now down. a very large black and brown Boom.
1: cloud yeah i you know i i have an estimate of how long it took the lava to get from the caldera to the shore before right i'm not worried about swimming all the way back to port i'm just worried about getting around because lava is going to flow roughly in the same places it's clear to path uh and i guess if there was one two and three we were between i guess or they're a b and c we're between a and b Mm -hmm. and a was closer to port so i'm just going to sort of backstroke around that tuft of lava real calm like not yelling for example or firing any guns okay just trying to stay ahead of the flow
0: so i will say that you guys are in the water maybe 15 minutes um the volcano's going. You can hear it. uh, I mean, the sound is very loud. Uh, uh, Lava begins to flow down the island uh, uh, towards where you are, but you guys are making your way slowly around. You know it's going to take a while. Um, The edge of the jungle up above you where where the thing is. uh, You see those sparkles of color. You see you see the thing moving back and forth, once again, still sort of smelling the air. Uh, at least that's that's the impression that you get, like an animal hunting its prey. Uh, but you try not to make much, much of a noise. Uh, you see it get together with the other one again, and it suddenly begins once again, making these lines in the air. And as it does that, it's almost like it's opening a door in the air, and then the two creatures jump through, and the thing closes. And as that happens, it it almost corresponds like an energy spike, and the volcano vibrates violently. You can hear it, and you can see more big pyroclastic clouds shooting up into the sky, and... uh, You also can vaguely hear the sound of sirens, like maybe in Smith's Landing, all of the sirens are going off. Everybody's running for the boats. And uh, it's pretty bad. I mean, people are trying to get out. Uh, Very quickly, you start to see on the horizon, you can see boats appearing around the other side of the island. Uh, What do you do?
5: Work our way to the boats and fight.
2: You
0: know, start swimming. Start swimming frantically.
2: Survival stroke, going along. If I've seen these creatures disappear, I am far calmer than I originally was. I'm going to lie on my back and just survival stroke, keeping the island on my left hand shoulder. Just survival stroke. In not terribly far away from the shore, um, and basically bet on the lava not getting me. That's my plan.
0: Okay. Um, I would like you all to do luck rolls. Yes,
2: regular.
5: Regular.
0: Not successful. Just a 60. Three of you are swimming, and uh, Doctor Doctor is struggling. Uh, he's uh, he's not used to this kind of strenuous activity. He's uh, struggling. You guys are trying to stay with him, but he's getting farther and farther behind you. Uh, do you want to do something about it, or do you? I'm going
5: to help him as much as I can. You're
0: going to try. Well, you try to help him, but you realize that there's coming a moment when he's just going to run out of energy and he could drag you down with him uh, if he uh, drowns.
2: I'm still going to go help him. I'm going to tread water over to him with my foot out, um, approaching him. I'm going to pull my belt off uh, and loop it into a little bit of a – uh, handle. Uh, okay, okay. Doctor Briley, hold on to the hold on to the belt. Hold on to the belt. Um, okay. once he grabs on, I'm gonna turn us onto our backs, and we're gonna kick into the shore, um, as calmly but as swiftly as possible.
0: Okay. Um, since two of you got your luck, um, you guys have managed to get closer to the shore. You're pulling in, and about the time that you're getting up to the shore a boat comes around the side it's a it's a small yacht from one of the, the people in the thing and they see you and uh, the volcanoes of course continuing to erupt and you're starting to get you know waves hitting the the beach uh, so it's pretty rough but with that kind of luck they managed to get over to you and uh and pick you up it's a nice yacht uh you can see that it's covered in ash um and uh uh as you guys are rescued you are pulling away uh you're looking back and this time the explosion's pretty bad it's uh you can see that there are uh you know lava flows heading towards the town uh and uh and your your ship is pulling away. You can see there's quite a few other ships. Uh, the guy tells you he thinks everybody in town managed to get out, uh, except maybe Tens. They're not sure that he left. Uh, he is pretty stubborn. And then all of a sudden, the top of the volcano blows, and it's a huge, almost deafening, bang as it goes and lava flies out and you can see it hitting the side of the, the thing, big gigantic chunks of rocks go flying out and hit the water, these big splashes. And uh, there are maybe 10, maybe 15 other people on the, the yacht with you as you're standing there. And uh, about five feet from you, right across the deck, you suddenly see this line appear in the air and start to open.
5: Tentacles coming out.
0: And that's the end of our story.
4: <laughs> so good. That was good. No escape.
0: Oh,
2: dear. All right.
0: Any guesses? Hounds. No. Drawing a blank. Hounds. Hounds of $10. Hounds. Yeah. And you were relatively safe until they realized that something was watching them and time and space are meaningless to them. So even though you were looking at them a billion years ago, they were Uh like, somebody is watching us from 1985. Let's open up a door (laughs) and go get them. The thing is, is that this game could play out where, no matter where you get, no matter how far you go, and it could even be years later, that suddenly the lines appear in the air and they step out. For them, it's been a couple of seconds, and for you, it's been years, but <laughs> there they are. Hence, kind of the backgrounds that I gave you. Wonderful, yeah. Let me finish. Our players included Holly Butto, David Gaswick. Thomas Grooms, Alex Sun, and Riley Krueger with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments, we enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.